0: Hey, this is Rich.
1: This is Cass. This
0: is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, is Elina. Salut ici, je me t'en remercie. Bonne nuit. Je me suis venu à la France. Il s'en créative. Il s'en créative. Micropod. Micropod. Welcome to the Hillsong awesome. Creative. Yeah. Like like, Micropod
2: Hello everybody and welcome to the MicroPod. We've got a new day and uh, I'm really excited to have one of my good friends on the pod today. His name is Joseph Tiang and um, Joe has been a part of our creative team in Brisbane for a long time and um, plays drums and has played guitar and done a number of different things. But what a lot of people don't know is that Joe is also a structural engineer. That's his um, day job, I guess you could say. And um, he's been a part of some really high-profile projects all across the world. And right now, he's in Los Angeles with his wife, Emily, working on one of those projects. And it's pretty exciting what he's doing. So today, I thought it'd be great to have him on the pod to talk about creativity within confinement, and just talk about some of the things that he's learned as an engineer um, that has helped him to remain creative and work within confinement. So Joe, how are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
2: Awesome, bro. Good to have you on the pod. How's things in L.A.? Um, I understand a few days ago the earth shook a bit. Is that what <laughs>
0: on there? Yeah, I mean, things things are pretty isolated here. Um, we've been in, I think, shelter in place or shelter in home, whatever you want to call it, for about six weeks. I think this is our seventh week. Right. And um, yeah, there was an earthquake last week. That was, that was my first ever earthquake experience, so that was pretty wild. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. But, yeah, it's crazy. Well, thank you for um, making time to be on the pod today. Really excited. Um, first of all, can I just ask, how long have you been a structural engineer? How long have you been doing that?
0: Yeah, I think this is my eighth year practicing as a structural engineer, like outside of university. But I guess before that, um, yeah, did uni for like four years, um, studied over in Sweden for a little bit of that. And then even towards the end of high school, I was doing a bit of technical drafting for my dad who's also a structural engineer so i mean the whole journey is probably close to over over 10 years which is kind of nuts but yeah as as a structural engineer um about eight years
2: right so your dad i didn't realize your dad was so that's it's in the blood (laughs) yeah
0: yeah it is yeah it is (laughs)
2: that's awesome man and i guess um like for me i we haven't really really chatted about this much before but i guess to start off with like what is an engineer's role on a project um how does that
0: Yeah, so one of the things with engineers is that it's kind of a title that extends across a lot of different disciplines. So it's not like if you're a doctor or an architect, you you have that title and you have to go through all these, you know, you can be an audio engineer, you can be a software engineer, you can be a structural engineer. So specifically for for, the structural engineers um, in my role, we're basically on buildings projects um, and we help define design the structure to make sure that it's stable um, throughout its lifespan. So we talk about life, um, design life in in years for buildings, whether it's 50 years or 100 years, and essentially we're entrusted to design those buildings um, either using mathematics, science, um, codes, uh, software, um, whatever it is and our experience, and we're we're essentially trusted to come up with the designs, work with architects, work with other engineers and other disciplines to um, essentially help create and develop buildings that wow. can stand the test of time.
2: <laughs> Man, that's incredible. And um, so I guess you mentioned they're working with architects and that. Um, how, how does that work, like in terms of working within that relationship to try and bring about this vision? Um, uh, like do you guys butt heads or like how does that, you know, like um, that, that sounds like it can be a challenging thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's always there's always a tension in collaboration, which I think is a good thing. Um, you know, Architects, obviously, often the visionaries on projects, I mean, sometimes um, our company does get us to be a part of that just because of the, the sorts of projects we work on, but most of the time we're, we're brought alongside an architect to help them realize their vision um, through, through structure, through logic. So, they'll, they'll have, essentially, it starts, a project might start as a very initial concept or what we call scheme design. And then, as we start to build some logic, we, we we start sketching or producing some drawings. And then, as the project moves, we we get more detailed in our analysis and our design. And that's when I guess the tension builds between architects and engineers, because at the start it's it's very conceptual, and you can talk about numbers in sort of ranges. But as soon as things get more detailed, and, and details are quite critical for engineers, um, that's when you've got to you know get things down to the millimeter, um, and that's when you have to really work on collaboration and, and really work on, um, you know, multi disc, multi uh, multidisciplinary coordination. That's like working with the architect, yeah, right. but also the hydraulics guy, the mechanical guy who's designing air conditioners, you know, everything sort of comes to a head. And, um, that's when that, that's a really critical part of collaboration.
2: Right, right, right. So that's amazing. So when it comes to different projects, how do you see your role as an engineer? Like, how can you positively impact a project? Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I think, like, we always talk about structure being the bones of a project um, or the nuts and bolts, you know, yeah. um, like the literal nuts and bolts. And I think, like, I've always, I've always liked tall buildings and big structures because I, I almost see them as, like, the sculptures of, like, the skyline. And, uh-huh. like, you know, when you, when you see a city, the first thing you recognize is, um, you know, it's skyline. And, and, and structural engineers have a huge role to play in, in actually helping frame that skyline and frame... The building because a lot of what defines the architecture is it can often be driven um, from from structure. So, for example, if we were looking walking to a, into a high rise building with a big big atrium space, um, a big foyer. If the architect wants a really open foyer, the engineer has to design the column spans to be much like the grids right. to be much more spaced and less columns. So, if we can't do that, then the architect might not realize his vision of a certain space. But we can really help. Inform that and, and sort of almost that it's a different side of creativity. I mean, we often think of creativity as, um, I guess, something that's for the arts or something that's for things that are, are a bit, um, I guess, well, I don't know what the word I'm trying to look for, but um, some so things that aren't necessarily tangible.
2: Yes. But yeah, yeah.
0: I think we actually have to use the tangible and get creative. And pivot off what is tangible totally, to be totally. to be creative, um, yeah. and to align ourselves, I guess, with with an architect's creativity and, and their vision as well. So I really enjoy it. I think it's um, it's it's a part of my brain that I love exercising, and I love, um, cl- I especially love collaboration, mm-hmm. using whatever technology, digital tools or, or software um, to to help assist that as well. Um, but you know, even just the really practical side of marking up a set of drawings and, and going through and sketching things out by yeah. hand. I really yeah. enjoy that. There's, there's, you know, so many different facets of collaboration.
2: That's awesome. Right? And uh, I guess one thing I know about you is that you're an incredibly creative individual, like especially on the musical side as well. Um, and so I guess when it comes to engineering, what has that brought to your creativity as a whole? Um, how has that influenced you?
0: Um, yeah, I think um, like since playing drums, since I was like seven years old, I guess I've always thought of, especially music and that, I mean, I guess the creative side of my brain in in logic, I've always thought of it, you know, as um, four, four timing or whatever it is. You know, you you start, that was like one of the first like things I learned about music is that it has, it has a beat, it has a pattern. um, And that's, that's how things, you know, get formed off that. And I think extending into my, my career, I've often seen like similar traits about how, creativity is brought to the table like if, if, if someone's got a creative idea but isn't willing to align with some sort of supporting structure you right. often find that actually that results in really bad outcomes yep. because yep. You're, not, you're not aligning that creative um, sort of energy with some sort of structured logic because ultimately there has to be there has to be a structure to, to what we do because it's it's all about you know keeping buildings stable totally. and keeping keeping public safe essentially. So, with that, it, that's almost like I see it as an equation. There's like a there's a final solution, yep. And we kind of have to create some logic to get to the final solution where this building is stable.
2: So, good, and
0: man. With, without that sort of backbone, I guess like a beat in a song, or, or you know, it's it's hard to get the end result. Yeah. Um, you can obviously go on detours and get creative and 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 keep pushing the boundaries, and I think that's so important to to the process. But I think ultimately there there should be some sort of structured logic and patterns and, so good, and it's, it's always great working with architects who who like to i guess um you know really really celebrate those patterns and celebrate that logic right, um, right. rather than always just being completely free form yeah go, the, doing their own thing. Um, the architects we're working with at the moment are fairly free form in a way um but yeah
2: man that's awesome and it's interesting that you mentioned collaboration like your work uh, like you're saying with um the architect i noticed that you've been doing some fun collaborative stuff with your wife and with um a few other musicians over there in LA can you tell us about that and where that came from um and yeah just what what the thought process behind it is and what are you doing
0: yeah it's it's been a really strange time because we I mean one of the reasons why we came to LA is because I've known it to be such a, a creative hub and it's got such a good energy when it comes to creativity so I was really excited to to meet a bunch of locals and and to, to I, I already knew a few producers who have worked with in the past and a few other musicians but you know we haven't really been able to engage in that since being here right so um, you know it was that was kind of a thing where it was like we could kind of be let down by that or see what we could do sort of in isolation so uh, me and my buddy fuddy who you know um, He's he's also he's also in lockdown. And we're literally like ten minutes drive from each other, but can't really see each other. <laughs> so we, I was just texting him a bunch of ideas on just an iMessage, and then he was just shooting back some keys samples and uh, on his Juno, and and we were just sort of collaborating through that. And then I said to Emily, you know, we've never really done anything together um, creatively. Do you want to just try to put some some graphics? Or she's she's really good at sort of um, picking out you know interesting patterns and pulling them together to sort of create this sort of beautiful imagery even yeah. though it's like really simple shapes it looks beautiful so yeah we just we just decided to start doing that and um i think i just did another one with tom furby we just sent nice. him something as well so you know it's been it's been kind of fun just um just kind of not not creating for like a, a real specific purpose other than to just try to be creative and try to keep sane so good and um I guess this time that we have, where we're not not as distracted as much as well, um, it's 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 important to sort of, you know, not just spend your entirety watching back to back Netflix shows. Um, <laughs> as good as it is, I um, I, I think I've, we've we've gotten through two seasons of. Some South Korean soap dramas. Wow! Which is like it's like quality, know, quality. <laughs> like thirty-six hours or something. I don't know how we've done that in two weeks. <laughs> <But>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, done, bro. well done, well done,
0: well done. Yeah, it's 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 uh you know you you gotta stay creative. Like we've been we've been baking, we've been making cocktails, we've been just trying to get like start new skills or whatever. Yeah, um, just to try to you know not be bored. <laughs>
2: <laughs> totally, man. That's awesome. And um and I guess I guess finally, like one of the things I know about you is that you always bring excellence to everything you do. And um, when it comes to your field, but not just your field, in general, creativity, excellence is so important. Why Why do you think it's important? And uh, what ways can we continue to hone our sense of spirit of excellence?
0: Yeah, I think, I think for, uh, especially for engineers, like we're essentially trusted with a role um, that has, you know, community impacts and, and, and impacts on the public. And I think if you're going to be trusted with that role, you know, you need. You know, you have a lot of responsibility, mm-hmm. and I think that's where excellence comes into it. And I think that is something that's really key that that a lot of people miss is that it's not just a job. I mean, it, it, it is, and yes, you rock up and you do your hours, you get paid for it. But we, we what we do can bring so much positivity to a community. Yeah, totally. um, and and we have it can have, you know if you want to leave a legacy and if you want to work on amazing projects, um, I've been you know fortunate enough to work on let's say Perth Stadium, if 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 you want to bring you know excellence to that, um, you, you know you have to do it with knowing your responsibility. Great. If you just if you just try to tick the boxes and just try to strive for quality um, without thinking about the responsibility, I think yep. sometimes you can you can miss things. But I think when you when you understand your role and your responsibility, it's it's a bit it's easier to hone in on excellence. And yeah. I think excellence and quality is so important in, in everything you do because, again, that, that's how. You, you yourself become trusted amongst your peers as well mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. when you when you bring excellence and you're diligent with the small things that's that's when people can trust you in in other roles and and other experiences and um I guess that i I've been fortunate enough to to get experiences sort of around australia and, and now globally because I guess people are trusting me um totally with from, from you know what what I've brought to other projects I
2: love that man i think I think that's a big um i guess a big thing for creatives is to actually understand the responsibility and the impact that they can have with their totally. work. you know whatever arena whatever field
0: yeah i mean um, it's and it's not to say like everything you put out has to be completely meticulously thought but it's it's if you're gonna if you're gonna create um if you're gonna create something or, or pu- push something out into the world why not sort of carry like
2: mm, a like totally. an
0: excellence and, and quality about it and you know, learn how to how to learn your craft. Like learn how to use Ableton properly, or, or yeah. learn how to use your your gear. Um, I'm not having to dig at you, but <laughs> yeah, I love it.
2: Um, I, for everyone listening, I just spent two minutes trying to figure out how to make my mic work. So I'm not taking this personally, but that's great. <laughs>
0: but yeah, it goes in. Um, I think there's there's always we can always be improving and always learning. And yeah. I think excellence that that journey of of you know it's 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 not about being perfect, but it's it's always about acknowledging that. excellence also has to do with collaboration like a lot of my job has to be about getting my work reviewed and and taking ownership and responsibility to make sure someone else is is looking over my work right
1: right. um
0: and and for me that that's collaboration that's Mm -hmm. that's you know picking up the phone and 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 saying hey do you want to do you want to work through this together or in 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 songwriting that's trying to not isolate yourself but actually work with other musicians and, and see how you can get better
2: Totally, man. Well, that is so good, bro. And I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I feel like you've shared so much wisdom and so much gold. So, um, yeah, thanks for being on the pod, Joe.
0: Cool. Thanks for having me, Sloan. You're awesome.
2: And uh, to everyone listening, we hope you're doing well. Please stay safe. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, share it with your friends and your family. Otherwise, we just want to say God bless, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Well, welcome to this week's edition of Birthdays with Brad. We're the icing on your cake the air in your balloon, and that bit of sticky tape that holds your wrapping paper perfectly in place. I'd like to welcome back to the show for her second appearance, fellow birthday enthusiast guest presenter, Carissa. Why don't you say hi? Oh, hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, that, that wasn't a joke. I just left that laugh in there from last week. But let's do this, Carissa. We've got some birthdays we're celebrating this week, starting with Brian Chin. Johan Marimotu, Mashiri Gateri. Sixteen years ago, when we were neighbors, who would have thought that you'd be getting this birthday shout out now? Wow, this is when good neighbors become good friends. <laughs> Levi Mecca, Shiloh Zaki, Levi, Levi Mecca. Oh, I said twice. <laughs> A double shout Ricky out. Ricky Cook, Happy birthday, Ricky. Taz Moriarty, Ricardo Guzman, Rachel Olivia. Tyler Douglas, voted Hillsong Church's favorite Douglas 2019. All the best for the repeat this year. Happy birthday. <laughs> Chanel Mutimbizi From Canada. Terry Lison. Jeff Sward. Ah, the sword of the spirit. Ben Faulkner. Happy birthday, Ben. Caitlin Long. Aaron Harmeling. Alexandra Hobson. Lucas Greb. Robert Gradit. There's no R in there. Got it. That'll do. <laughs> Lucas Knobbruch and Johnny Pfister in Germany. Happy birthday. Here's a special hip-hop happy birthday from the world-famous hip-hop artist B. Kizzle. Hope you enjoy. Hip hop, happy birthday. You. Turn your ears all around from the world. Say, look, at us now, shout, you. shout it loud. Give me one year older with a go. shock on the shoulder. Turn dream. it up, turn it up. Put the cake in a cup, let the candles blow out. Let the people hear you shout. Happy it's your birthday. birthday, it's your birthday. You. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Hey. Well, that's it for today, everybody. We'd love to see you right back here on the Micropod tomorrow.